This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Oh, yeah. This is our, uh, our our little bit of jerry-rigged intro for GTFO or, oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Chris Mack. She's Kate Constable, the better-looking and smarter half of our tandem here today on BetQL Daily. We've got you covered. Hey, we're going to go really knee-deep into the NFC, sort of tier the teams and talk about what the playoff picture may look like. Uh, at the top of the hour. So about 38 minutes from now, the final hour of the show is we're here from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific, every single weekday on BetQL Daily. Aaron, Ed, and Joe are off. We are in for them today. Tomorrow, it'll be me and Jim Rodriguez again and again on Thursday. And then Friday, Kate comes back to team with J-Rod, the other J-Rod. So we're mixing and matching and making things happen. But this is the first time, Kate, this is the first time you've been able to enjoy a fun little game Sean Marash and I play on Five Star Weekend called GTFO or Oh Yeah. And it's real simple. Paul has a list of items that he will read one at a time. Yesterday, for example, one of the items is Wheel of Fortune is not Wheel of Fortune without Vanna White. Something like that. And we said, no, GTFO, Wheel of Fortune is Wheel of Fortune. I said, oh, yeah, it's not the same without Vanna White. Serious things like this. We've also got some serious sports discussions and and topics, uh, sports betting topics in here as well. But real simple, you don't like the statement, you say GTFO. You like it, you say, oh, yeah. Whether it's a simple understated, oh, yeah. Or you could go all the way up to the Kool-Aid man, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or... If you're really excited about it, we encourage a Randy Macho Man Savage, oh, yeah, if you want to go that far. But that's completely and totally up to you. So, Paul, take it away, my friend. GTFO or oh, yeah. All right. We will start with the NBA and Summer League in particular. Victor Wembanyama sitting the rest of the summer will make you more likely to take a shot on other players for NBA Rookie of the Year. Kate, this being your first uh, round of GTFO. Oh, yeah, we'll go to you first. Oh, yeah. There it is. Is that like uh, what it's supposed to be? Natural. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. That was Nailed great. Uh, I'm going, oh, yeah, on this one because – If he's already sitting two games into summer league, we know what the Spurs like to do. They like to play things slow, the long game, and that's what's going to happen with Wembanyama. If he gets injured at all, they're going to take all the precautions uh, uh, necessary, keep him out for a number of games. Maybe he sits later in the season if things aren't going, you know, Spurs aren't anywhere near contention, which I don't anticipate them being. Also, the physicality in the NBA that's a different uh, level than what he's used to, and we already saw that through the first couple games in Summer League. He's getting pushed around quite a bit. So I could see Wemby sitting out a little bit, which makes me think that, you know, Chet, Chet Holmgren, 
uh, Scoot Henderson, someone like th- those two players might be uh, the players that I look towards for rookie of the year. Yeah, that and he's the only guy on the board who's not plus money is the heavy favorite right now. So, oh, yeah, I, I love this concept you've come up with and the logic behind it, Kate. Um, we mentioned it earlier off the top of the show. If there's one coach in the NBA that loves to manage minutes down to the fine detail of, no, you know what, uh, with about six minutes left in the third, I'm going to bring you out. And depending on how close the game is, if we're within two possessions, I'll bring you back in with five minutes left in the fourth. I mean, it's pop, right? Greg Popovich loves to do that with veterans. Imagine what he's going to do with a rookie who, like you pointed out, may be getting beat up throughout the season. There will be load management aplenty. I think that's a great point you bring up with Victor Webinyama and why I would, and I'm glad you brought Chet Holmgren up first, you know, getting his feet wet last year, but still having rookie status, I think is a big thing for him at uh, five to one right now at BetMGM. That's the best number you're going to find on Holmgren at BetMGM five to one. He's as low as 350 in other spots. Uh, Scoot Henderson, four to one, most places plus 350 at BetMGM. I like both of those a lot. So I am totally with you on that one. And I say, Oh, yeah, I'm taking a shot on some other NBA Rookie of the Year bets. We'll kind of see how this goes. I might take a look further down the board, too, like an Anthony Black at 30-1. to 1. I think this could be wide open if, if Victor Wembanyama is out of the mix. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, okay, from last night. So, Kate, I guess you've already been, so I guess it, you know this loses a little bit of its juice. But off of your perspective, attending a home run derby and or MLB All-Star game is a bucket list event. And since you've been, we'll go to you first, Kate. I would still say, oh, yeah. I mean, it was an awesome experience being at the Home Run Derby. Just being in that atmosphere, all the excitement, the the star power that you see there, not only baseball players, but the other celebrities that come out for it. So going to an all-star game, the actual game, that would totally still be on my bucket list, too, just because all the players that you watch every day, um, I'm not going to say worship, but that you – look up to even as kids um they're out there and you get to see those guys all at the same time together it's a pretty cool experience so definitely oh yeah yeah i hate to be in total lockstep agreement on these things but oh yeah it's a bucket list event you know as someone who's been in an all-star city twice um once when i was like 14 years old and another time uh when i was 25 26 twice it's come to pittsburgh Both times I ended up regretting that I didn't end up going to the Derby or the game itself. I went to some other ancillary events. I mentioned the Roberto Clemente statue unveiling in 94. There was other stuff going on in 2006, including a fan fest at the convention center. All that side stuff is fun. It's great. But nothing beats being there, like Kate said, in the middle of the event when the event is really popping off. And in this case, this is the other good point, you're not necessarily that worried about the outcome, right? Unless you got a bet on it because no one's carrying a big national league flag around or American league flag, waving it in the crowd saying, let's go. And now it just, it doesn't happen. You're there for the fun of it. You're there for the event. So I say, Oh yeah, absolutely. It is a bucket list event. All right. Uh, Where the team that is hosting the all-star game and the home run derby, the Seattle Mariners. So we got to see Julio Rodriguez, Pop off last night in the first round, 41 home runs, a round record. And so would something like that came down to earth a little bit in the second round. But will Julio's record 41 home run derby round jumpstart the Mariners in the second half of the season? They were kind of a, I don't know if I'd say trendy, 
But they were picked at times to make some noise this year. I think one Jake Hassan was on the Mariners train pretty hard, looking at 45-1 to to win uh, the World Series right now and looking at 22-1 to to win the AL. Chris Mack, oh, yeah, or GTFO with the Mariners? GTFO, unfortunately. They've been a disappointment for me, including Julio Rodriguez in particular over the first half. I mean, they're, they're still right there in the conversation, and that's where I think they're lucky, only being four back in the wild card, six back in the division in this division with Texas scuffling as they were heading into the break maybe makes it more attainable, although you've got to deal with the Strohs as well. So it's it's wide open, I think, at the top of the AL West. It's there for the taking, but can you simultaneously chase down the top of the division while also chasing down the Astros? Look, I'd love to believe, if I'm a Mariners fan, that Julio Rodriguez going off in the first round of the Derby and the cool vibes of all of that are going to lend itself to our team coming out of the break hot, having all that momentum from the baseball world descending on our city and, and just all that fun, right? I'd love to believe that translates itself to the team, but let's be honest. Other than the guys that are involved in the Derby and the All-Star game, every other guy is on a beach somewhere right now, not even thinking about the fact that Julio Rodriguez hit 41 home runs in the first round last night and certainly not thinking about how it may or may not affect their second half. So I say GTFO. The Mariners are going to scratch and fight and claw. Maybe they land a wild card, but their their first half of the season has not left me inspired, and I don't think a good home run derby for J-Rod turns it around. All right, here we go. I'm going to go, oh, yeah, on this Ooh, one, okay. partially. I do think that the Mariners, their pitching staff has been pretty good. Expected ERA under four for Castillo, George Kirby, uh, Logan Gilbert, Brian Wu. So you're starting pitchers to pretty good, sixth best bullpen, and you're four games out of the wild card. So does this jumpstart them? Oh, yeah, it jumpstarts them. Do I necessarily want to rush to go bet them to win the AL or the World Series? That is a little bit more of a GTFO for me. All right, good. Just skip this next one for a minute. We'll come back to it if we have time. But this one's been sitting in there since yesterday. I want to get to it with some, especially in honor of Roman Safulian or whoever Kenny just told us to bet. Close in our, uh, yeah. yeah, that works. You, I'm trying to think. It's like <laughs> jogging my memory. There's some sort of movie villain that it's like reminding me of, but I can't. I don't know if it's usual suspects. It's not, Co, you know, Kobayashi or Kaiser Soze, but something. It'll come to me, maybe. But in honor of that, a pro tennis player should be able to serve a tennis ball while a champagne cork is popping in the crowd. Apparently this was an issue the last couple of days or over the weekend, and they had to make an announcement, please do not pop champagne mid-round. <laughs> Kate, what do you think? Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. You're a professional athlete. You play in a massive stadium on a massive court. And I mean, I don't know if this was at center court, one of the side courts. Doesn't matter. There are spectators at every sport. You have to be able to deal with a little noise on the outside. Now, if this is like a, a mega champagne bottle that's being popped, maybe, you know, it sounds a little bit louder maybe more like i don't know my only thing would be like did they think it was a gunshot going off i think a gunshot in a champagne cork probably sounds a little different but i think that they should be able to handle uh some outside noise even while they're playing so oh yeah they should be able to handle this oh yeah i totally agree kate look you are not a dog, and this is not 4th of July, and you are not cowering under the bed <laughs> while the fireworks go off down the street. You are a professional, like you said, and a champagne cork 
pops off somewhere in the crowd a hundred yards away. And all of a sudden the ball's up in the air and you lose focus. What kind of professional athlete are you? This is, this is right up there with golfers getting mad at the slightest distraction in their backswing. Oh, somebody. So who whispered over there? What's going on? Come on, guys. I don't need you to go happy Gilmore on us, but at the very least, be able to keep your concentration when there's a little distraction in the background. So I agree. Oh, yeah. A champagne cork popping should not be enough of a distraction to a professional tennis player, especially someone good enough to get to Wimbledon. Or a professional golfer, I would say. Let them pop champagne in their backswing. I think we should bring it to the golf course. (laughs) Go for it. yeah. Um, all right. The unofficial player, maybe hero of the BetQL network, coming back from suspension. Calvin Ridley. Is he worth a bet for the most receiving yards at 40 to 1? A lot of noise in Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence, year three. They're a big favorite, heavy, significant favorite in the AFC South. Uh, so, Chris Mack, Calvin Ridley, worth a bet for most receiving yards in the NFL at 40 to 1 this year. I mean, at 40 to 1, it's worth maybe a little pizza and beer money, definitely. Um, I don't know if I'm all in on this yet because I don't know. Look, I, I'd, I'd love to believe, if you're a Jaguars fan, that we're going to see exponential growth from Trevor Lawrence and that this is just another weapon for him at his disposal. But I'll, I'll be honest, I'm not going to believe that it's going to be that easy for Calvin Ridley to walk in and have that level of chemistry with Trevor Lawrence, despite any kind of off-season workouts they may have had together, OTAs, training camp, all of that. There's going to be a significant level of rust for Calvin Ridley, I think. And there are a lot of other targets, too, to be honest. Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, you've got ETN uh, back in the fold as well. So there are plenty of different directions for Trevor Lawrence to go with the football in this offense. And I don't know if I'm totally so. You've got multiple tight ends now who can catch the ball downfield for you with the addition of Brenton Strange. Uh, I don't know if I'm all in on Calvin, Radley, Calvin Ridley, pardon me, most receiving yards for more than a couple bucks. But 40 to 1 is a nice number. 40 to 1 is a nice number, but uh, I'm going GTFO on this one. I think there are plenty of other players that could um, take this award home at the end of the season. I mean, yeah, Chris, you made the point that maybe it takes some time for Trevor Lawrence and Ridley to kind of get on the same page. But, I mean, I would argue, look at Garrett Wilson last year, one offensive rookie of the year, 80 catches, over a 1,000 receiving yards. And he had Zach Wilson and Mike White throwing to him last year. All of a sudden you bring in Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. Seems like that's going to be a little bit better fit. So I look to players – like Wilson, I, I love Chris Olave this year. Um, maybe that's just me having some sort of weird bias towards him, but I, I think he can have a big season. So I'm going to say GTFO on, on Ridley taking home this award. All right, we got 90 seconds, so we'll make it quick. You will factor in the Jamar Chase Chiefs trash talk, which has been an ongoing thing uh, all offseason, whether it's Jamar Chase, Travis Kelsey, Joe Burrow, Pat Mahomes, all getting in the mix. Uh, you'll factor that in at all when betting on the Chiefs and Bengals in December, Chris. No, I won't. Uh, what I'll factor in is simply who's playing better at that point in time, and have we seen the Bengals continue to roll along and stay healthy? Look, I, I think there's something to be said, too, for outside of Travis Kelsey. Does And, and look, far be it for me to be a, another dummy who questions Patrick Mahomes. 
but does he have the right weapons around him outside of Kelsey? He showed us last year he can get it done with who he does have. Um, but I just wonder how long you can sustain that offense without a high-level weapon. So I lean on the Bengals months out for this game now, but I'll say GTFO. I'm not thinking about the trash talk. GTFO on my end as well. This is already a big enough matchup between these two teams. They don't need the extra motivation of trash talk. They're going to come to play regardless. GTFO. Much much more succinct and intelligent in your analysis of that, Kate, than I was. You're listening to BetQL Daily. She's Kate Constable. I'm Chris Mack. It's presented by BetMGM. Next, the dog days, which means we're looking for all kinds of action in all sorts of weird places. Degeneration Bets next here on the BetQL Network.